Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Saturday, November 28th, 2020. I'm Hanson alongside Sheen Caldwell. And it's late on last Friday, early Saturday morning here as we get ready to talk about some Week 12 quarterbacks. Shane, do you have any energy left from Thanksgiving to turn the page here? Yeah, I'm ready to go. I think we're, we're going to get some some high-end guys, and we're going to go bargain shopping on Black Friday here for some bargain <laughs> plays here as well. So, yeah, I think, I think we're re- definitely ready to roll for Week 12. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to start with the expensive stuff here, and uh, it's Patrick Mahomes. You know, I, I haven't played him a ton this year, but he is uh, terrific, and he's got the matchup against Tampa Bay here with the highest total on the board, 56 and a half. And, of course, that's courtesy of betus.com.pa, our presenting sponsor. Thank you so much to them. So highest total on the board, Shane. And, you know, we were joking about it here before we hit the record button. You look at what Jared Goff did last week with Tampa Bay. They figured out the secret. Get some quick passes out. Uh, You know, he just featured Cup and Woods and just beat him to death with those underneath passes. And the way Mahomes can spread out the field with all those weapons, he's got Sammy Watkins back in the lineup, Hill, Kelsey, Robinson, Hardman. I mean, it's it's going to be a nightmare if they use that same script. So I'm going to get some lineups here where, where I pay up for him and uh, you know, hope that the game script pays out with that highest total on the board. Yeah, and you don't get Kansas City in the main slate very often because they, 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 they're they so awesome. They get to play on primetime a lot. So, And this is the 425 hammer, so I like it. The Patrick Mahomes is definitely a 425 hammer game here. Absolutely. Now, who are you looking at here at the top for the expensive guys if you don't uh, go with Mahomes? Here's a guy that I think is he has a really high ceiling. I think he's in a good spot here. Uh, and I think this I, I actually like this game. I'm looking at Josh Allen for the Buffalo Bills. You know, recently he's been trending in the right direction. I like his running ability. Um, I like his weapons and his aggressive uh, throwing down the field. You know, his accuracy in the deep ball is much improved. Um, I was looking at his matchup. He's at home against the L.A. Chargers. Um, I do like this game overall. I think it's a game you can stack here. So uh, when we're looking at this game, it's a 52 and a half over under on uh, bet U.S. right now. And uh, the Bills are favored by four and a half. So they have one of the higher uh, implied totals over 28 points. Now, interesting, the Chargers look like, you know, a respectable matchup. You know, you think of pretty good secondary. They look respectable, but I looked at the last five quarterbacks they faced. I'm going to name off these quarterbacks because this tells you that they might be a little bit fake. They might be a fraud in terms of being decent against the uh, quarterback. Um, they have faced uh, Gardner Minshew, Drew Locke, Derek Carr, Tua Tungavaloa and Joe Flacco, the last five quarterbacks. Those, now, those, those five are, guys are not all pro this year. Yeah, they're not. They're not great. Some of them are really <laughs> young. Some are really old. Some are really bad. So, <laughs> and uh, and and all of those guys throw through two or more touchdown passes against them against uh, the Chargers. And the Chargers are giving up even with that you know easy schedule against quarterbacks. They still give up over fantasy over 20 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. Uh, and then I remember in Week Four, the goat Tom Brady, one of the better quarterbacks they faced this year, put up 369 yards and five touchdowns against them. So there, there's capability here of Josh Allen having a big game through the air and on the ground, of course. Uh, so Josh Allen, 8,600 on FanDuel, 76 on DK. I think you can get him at lower ownership because 
the aforementioned Patrick Mahomes there, you know, the elephant in the room there uh, in a good spot. Uh, and I don't think people are going to be going to Josh Allen as much here. Um, weather's looking good in Buffalo. Uh, looks like a pretty good uh, game here. And I think the Chargers can score on the other side, which I like that shootout, you know, shootout back and forth game. You know, the Chargers like to get in a lot of shootouts here. And really, Buffalo does as well. So Buffalo, again, defense isn't great so that Chargers can score on them. And Josh Allen will be slinging the ball around. And I like the matchups. Um, the other thing about the Chargers defense, Melvin Ingram, their best pass rushers out for this game. And Casey Hayward, by far their best corners out for this game. So two critical pieces to stop in the passing game are out. And again, they're not playing Gardner Minshew, Minshew or Drew Locke or any of these guys this week. They're playing Josh Allen. So let's fire up Josh Allen. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Good, good breakdown. I think, I think you will get him at lower ownership. Um, what do you think about Herbert on the other side? Because, you know, if, if we do get the shootout, this is a guy who's had seven straight games over 20 DraftKings points. It's just been so consistent. Um, and it's, you know, what we're looking for here is that the guys meet at midfield for the coin toss and they kind of wink, wink here. Let's have another shootout. And exactly. uh, everybody agrees. So what do you think about Herbert um, saving a few bucks with him? Yeah, that's part of the reason I like this game. I like Herbert on the other side going up against Buffalo. I think you can pass against them as well. And I like his his wide receivers and weapons for the Chargers. So I think Herbert's in a good spot here as well. I just slightly prefer Allen over him because I think Herbert's going to have a solid game, but not a massive ceiling game here. Uh, similar to what uh, Herbert did against Miami. You know, he's over 20 fantasy points, but he doesn't, you know, get to that like 30 plus threshold that he's capable of. So I think Josh Allen is fully capable and will get over 30 fantasy points. So that's why I like him as that pay up, you know, kind of contrarian guy here. But yeah, Herbert, I mean, he's looking like the definitely the rookie of the year, you know, candidate and one of the best, you know, uh, rookie years ever by a quarterback. So I love Justin Herbert. I just don't know that he's my first choice this week, but it's a guy that I like. You know, I like this game in general, as I talked about with Josh Allen. Excellent. Well, before we get to the mid tier, here, just want to make a quick request, if you could, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button and the subscribe, get the alerts for our podcasts when they post. We're doing a position show uh, for running backs and then also wide receivers and tight ends. So make sure you check those out for the week 12 main slate. And uh, I mentioned the mid tier guy I want to get into here is Mr. Teddy Bridgewater, 6,300 on DraftKings. And he's going back to play Minnesota. We've got a little bit of a revenge narrative. Uh, healthy total here, 51 and a half on BetUS. And they are three and a half point dogs. So, you know, I'd like to see Teddy Bridgewater air it out a, a bunch against the Vikings. They've struggled against the pass. You know, they've been a little bit better recently. Uh, you know, solid against Chicago. But then Dallas had success. And Teddy Bridgewater, the last two games, he's had two passing touchdowns and one rushing touchdown in each game. So he's one of those, you know, multi-talented threats. Um, and Vikings ranked 24th overall in yardage allowed passing. So uh, I like Bridgewater here at a good price. Yeah, I think you're going to get him at lower ownership for Bridgewater because he was out injured a game. So people kind of forgot about him. And they're probably nervous about him coming back. But if he's playing, you got to think he's a full go. Yeah, he's, his wide receivers are awesome, too. <laughs> I mean, in terms of the amount of weapons he has, uh, there's a lot of places for him to throw to. Awesome. Uh, next guy I'm going to go to, I'm going to go down to these value guys here. 
Um, this one gets a little bit uh, sketchy, but I'm still going with it. I'm, I'm looking at uh, Danny Dimes. And okay. I always say with Danny Dimes, I hope I don't get D Danny Nichols or Danny Pennies <laughs> this time. And, uh, you know, Daniel Jones, uh, you know, I like how the Giants, you know, they're in a good, they're in a pretty good spot here. Big favorites. You know, this is an ugly game. It's a 44 over under on BetUS, but they are six point favorites. So they still have a decent implied total, solid 25 the Giants are playing for that division. Everyone knows the NFC East is bad. So they have something to play for. And I like the matchup at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, who doesn't really have anything to play for, you know, this should be pretty ugly for them, but uh, not a great defense. Daniel Jones, I think, will be able to pass and run against them. And Daniel Jones is pretty amazing when he takes off running. He looks like he's he's as fast as Lamar Jackson or, or Kyler Murray, except until he gets to the 10-yard line. Then yeah, it's, right. big, then it's then over. big trouble. So if he, if he can just... <laughs> Not trip over the 10-yard line. I like Daniel Jones. I like his speed, man. And, he, you know, he's definitely good against Cincinnati, probably for some rushing yards and maybe another rushing touchdown. And I think he can throw a couple uh, touchdown passes as well. He's got some pretty good receiver weapons out there that match up good against Cincinnati. And you're going to be able to get him for 7,200 on FanDuel. I think he'll be low on there. And then you can get the value play on DraftKings at 5,500. So, again, you have rushing upside. I think he can do work in the passing game and a good matchup against Cincinnati and a team that really needs to win this to keep pace, you know, see if they can get to, what, six or seven games, then they'll win the NFC East, right? That's the idea. Right, exactly. <laughs> so That's fire up uh, and hope he's Danny Dimes. you got to fire him up uh, for against the Cincinnati Bengals here. All right. Well, another guy who I'm looking at who does some plenty of damage on the ground is Taysom Hill and a really great first week. And we were we were all over him at, at that value price. Now he's much more expensive, sixty two hundred on DraftKings. He had twenty over twenty five fantasy points last week, and you know it looked a little bit shaky on that first drive, but settled down. Had a nice rapport with Michael Thomas, and ended up having two hundred thirty three yards passing, forty four rushing yards, two touchdowns, and he he had a good completion percentage even with a couple drops. So I think he looked a little bit better passing the ball than most people expected. And, you know, he showed that versatility on the ground. And New Orleans, the six-point favorites against Denver, below average defense. And so I, I think he can he can pick them apart again. So uh, you could go there and, and save a little bit of money off of Bridgewater, who I like as well, of course. Yeah, you remember who my comparison was for Taysom Hill, who, who the stat line will remind you of last, last week? That people probably thought I was crazy, too. Who was it? Lamar Jackson. Oh, correct. And if you yeah. look at the stat line, this is a Lamar Jackson stat line last week, 233 yep. yards, 49 rushing yards, and two rushing times. That's Lamar Jackson stat line. That's what I was compared to. So, yeah, he's. I mean, he gets the job done here in the rushing attack. So, uh, tough to bring down there. So, um, not quite as fast as Daniel, Daniel Jones. So. Right. <laughs> he's pretty powerful. He's definitely. Yeah, he's, yeah, he is. No, Daniel Jones is pretty fast, too. Um yeah, here's another value guy that I like. You can go down, and I like the game environment here. I like Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr's played great this year. Um, it's just a matter of game script. Uh, are they going to you know, hand the ball to Josh Jacobs 30 times? In this game, on the road against Atlanta, I think it's going to be a get-up-and-down type game. Could be a pretty high-scoring game here. So I do like the game environment here. 53 over-under on BetUS. And we got Vegas on the road as three-point favorites, so that puts them at a 28 implied total. So you got a nice team total. I think you can exploit the Atlanta secondary. Everyone knows that. Atlanta's decent against the run, which means it's not that easy just to pound it all day against them. So they will pass the ball here, um, and he's got some good matchups. Uh, 
you know, maybe they can get Henry Ruggs going. I think definitely Aguilar's look good. Uh, obviously, Waller's good. So you can, you can build some cheap stacks with Derek Carr here on the road against Atlanta, and you can you can mix in a couple of Atlanta guys if you want or one or two of those guys. So I think it's just a great environment for Derek Carr, and it's a game where he actually will have passing volume. And he's shown that he can produce in passing volume, that he can really get into shootouts and, and light it up here this year. He's not actually afraid to throw it deep anymore as well, which is nice. But before, he, he wouldn't want to throw it deep. So I like Derek Carr as a value play. He's 5,700 over on DK and only 7,100 on FanDuel. And again, I don't think he's going to have a ton of ownership here. Yeah, I like this play a lot. Uh, I'll have him in a bunch of lineups. He's my favorite guy on DraftKings under 6,000. I thought he looked excellent against Kansas City. 275, three touchdowns. I think that's the best he's looked in a long time. Looked comfortable, just sort of thriving in that offense. So, um, I mean, he made Aguilar look excellent. So, yeah. And, and like you said, he's got Waller among others. So, um, I like Carr this week for sure. And so, he is my favorite in that price range. But if you want to get really crazy in a GPP, I'm going to add one more quarterback to the mix. Mike Glennon, Shane. He's at <laughs> this 4,600 4, on DraftKings. You can get, you talk about cheap stacks with Derek Carr and the Raiders. You can get an ultra cheap stack with Mike Glennon and a guy like Keelan Cole, who's only 3,600. Can you remind people what team he's on? Because some people might not even know. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> nervous. It's, it's Jacksonville. It's the revolving yeah. door of quarterbacks. Exactly. Um, and, and you look at his career stats. He's over 60% completion percentage, only 6.4 YPA. You know, he's, so he's sort of an average quarterback. That's his history. But he takes care of the ball. He's had 36 career touchdown passes, only 20 interceptions. He's He's solid. And against Cleveland, I mean, the way to, to beat them is to pass the ball. And so, you know, you get 230, 240 yards passing and two touchdowns, you're going to hit value at 4,600. So it's a way to get uh, an expensive running back or two or multiple expensive wide receivers who we, we like a lot of those guys. So uh, check out the wide receiver tight end podcast for that. But again, not my favorite play, but if you play multiple lineups, GPPs, uh, put him out there once, and and uh, it could pay off. And you again talk about low ownership. Yeah, definitely low ownership. And I was telling you before the podcast, I also to support the that uh, you know that deep GPP play of Mike Glennon, uh, Cleveland Browns defense. They're missing Miles Garrett, their best pass rusher, and Denzel Ward, their best cover corner. So they're missing two components, two components there to stop the uh, the passing game. And Glennon does have a strong arm, you know. So absolutely. So I uh, want to invite folks to join us as members if you'd like to get our lineups. We give out a full FanDuel lineup on uh, Sunday for the main slate uh, cash lineup and then two GPP lineups. And then we build our coaches clipboard for DraftKings. We give that out to members. It has highlighted core plays and pivots. And then we give out a full Yahoo lineup as well that you can plug and play. And it's gone, it's gone well. We've had a great season. And we have a tremendous offer right now with BetUS. If you go make your first deposit at betus.com.pa for $149, you get a free membership with us all winter. It goes all the way till April 1st. So you're going to get every lineup for every slate in the NFL for the rest of the season through the Super Bowl. We cover every primetime game as well. And you're going to get every NBA slate, uh, which starts in less than a month. Uh, and then every PGA lineup throughout the winter. So it's it's an awesome offer. We'd love to have you join us. So uh, go sign up there, and then we'll get you an invite by email 
into our Discord, and that's where we give out our lineups. Uh, social media. You can follow Shane at DET Sports Shane. You can follow me at Language Olympic. You can follow the coach at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And you can follow all of us at DFS Coach Talk, and that's where you can find more information on that uh, membership offer. Shane, any final thoughts here on the quarterback show? No, we appreciate the support on the quarterback show. Just give us a like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we definitely appreciate it so we can keep uh, giving this uh, awesome free uh, videos out with some good information. Awesome. And do t uh, tune in to the wide receiver tight end show and the running back show. So on behalf of Sugar Shane Caldwell and the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team, I'm Andrew Hanson. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you on the next podcast as we look to crush it in DFS.